Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Muay Thai Save Me. I am Junio, and I'm with my business partner, Edwin Lopez. And um, you might see across from us a very familiar face. We had him on the show before. We wanted to welcome back. This is David Trujillo. Hello, everybody. What's up? My name is David Trujillo, a.k.a. The Predator. Out here repping MTK Jim. You already know what's up with me. So, David, welcome back, brother. Hey, what's up? So, how does it feel to be back, man? I mean, a lot has changed. Obviously, we have better cameras from the last one (laughs) we did before, you know. Tell us what you've been up to, man. Just been working hard, dude. Just yeah. training for my fights, uh, coaching now with the with you guys with the gym under Crew Neil. So just focusing on that, coming up with uh, different combos for everybody. Just trying to better myself, you know. That's all I've been up to, really. Then preparing for this fight, June seventeenth. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. And then I know from the last time, the last interview that we had with you. To now, you've become a full-time coach with us. Yeah. You lead huge classes. I remember in the beginning, you were a little shy, a little, you know, I don't want to say intimidated, but it was a different no, no, atmosphere no, I was, for you. Oh, you were? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were intimidated. It was a little intimidating at first, yeah. Um, and, but um, don't, be, don't be fooled, motherfuckers. It was tough, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just want to make sure in case that fool you're going to fight. It's yeah, not it's watching all good, shit, it's you know what I mean? But anyways... Oh you know, God. you were like a little bit, it was a little bit, you know, nerve wracking for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To say the last, to say the least. Um, and now I see you there and you're running these huge classes. How's that for you? Honestly, in the beginning, it was kind of like nerve wracking, right? Because, you know, these people pay good money to come to the gym. They got to get a good workout in, you know? So it's like, damn, my classes or my combos weak or something like that. That was how I was in the beginning. Now I have to show up. I'm fully confident. I got this. Mm-hmm. I'll run it. The other day, it was like 55 people in the class. I handled that like nothing, you know? So now I'm good. In the beginning, though, it was it was a little nerve-wracking. I was nervous. But now I'm just, I walk in there like a boss. What do you feel that has made you confident now to be able to run a class of 55 people? Just knowing that, you know, I had crew uh, shadowing me, just giving me pointers here and there. And I just listened to what he told me. And then one day, I just ended up telling myself, you know what, man, like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I got to like, make this happen. And then right when I thought of that, I just hit a switch and I just walked into the gym like I got this. And then every single day, I just walk into the gym before I teach the class like I got this. It's going to go great. And sure enough, it does. I just I don't know, man. I just hit, had to hit a switch. That was all. And you say that you liked how Cruneo would shadow your classes. and all that. What was it about that that you liked that gave you that confidence? Because just knowing that if I get a little nervous or something, he would be there to be like, Yo, man, you got this. Let, let's do this. Or how about what about these workouts? Just in case if I forgot anything, he'd always give me a little pointer here and there. And that just made me confident knowing that I have someone very knowledgeable with me, next standing next to me. The, just in case, too, if I make a mistake and teach someone bad technique, he'd be like, pull me to the side, be like, oh, no, we got to fix that. You know, so just having that that confidence with my coach right there next to me, my mentor, it, was just, it just it helped me out. And then I just learned off of him. I like paying attention to how he would teach and I'd be like, okay, that was cool, that was cool. I'm gonna use that in my class as well and stuff like that. You know? That's cool. I like that. And I know he's not like in the beginning he was next to you every single time. How is it now when he's next to you every so often? How does that make you feel and like that confidence whenever you do see him working next side to side with you? You know what I mean? It and makes me feel awesome. It makes knowing that like now he doesn't have to shadow me. He knows that I got it. It makes me feel great. And then when it, when he makes a special guest appearance and pops out in the class and helps me out, gives people pointers, uh, I love it, man. I'm like, hell yeah, because the classes are so huge. So they're like, I can't really give everybody pointers like that. I just like one, two pointers here and there, and I got to move on to the next crowd versus like 
in a small intimate class, I can really be like, um, you know, like I can really be close to them, give them pointer after pointer after pointer, and then go help this person out. With a big, gigantic class, I can't do that. So when he makes his special guest appearance and then helps me out, I freaking love it, dude. Because I know not only the people that I'm, I, that I'm helping are getting good uh, technique and good advice, I got him and my mentor right there in the back giving the other people that I can't get to good, um, good advice as well, you know, and helping them with their technique. So I love it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love to hear that. So, David, you yes, have, um, I think, four fights now? Five. No, no, no. This will be the sixth. This will be the sixth? Yeah. Okay. This is going to be the sixth. No one. street fights. We're talking about the ring. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the ring, man. Um, let's, let's revisit your first fight, your mindset for that, right? Um, to the mindset now going into the fight. Can you share with the people, like, the difference in mindset going into the first fight? Now going into the next fight, and you actually fight in one week, like yeah. a week from today. So yeah. um, can you share that mindset difference, that, that shift that you Definitely. Made? The first fight, I was, ooh, I was a little nervous because, uh, like, you know, we're getting into a fight. It's yeah. not no boxing fight. This yeah. is a Muay Thai fight. There's a lot to watch out for. One mistake could be catastrophic, you know? Yeah. So, but, like, being aware, fully aware of what I was getting myself into... And I just had the confidence being under crew Neil that like I got this, but like yeah, I was super nervous. Um, I remember I was just like being a lot, uh, real quiet in the back room and just like trying to think to myself like all the technique that we went over. Mm -hmm. And I knew I was gonna get into a fight. I just really felt like holy crap, like this is the this is gonna be for reals. And I feel like this guy is gonna bring it, which he did. And we mm -hmm. went at it all three rounds. And yeah, in the beginning I was a little scared. Versus now. Now I don't even, like, I'm not really tripping on that. And I'm like, I already know where I'm going to get into a fight. I already know what to expect. And I'm just going to go in there full confidence. Like always, I remember my technique, remember my game plan, give a crap about his. We're going to go in there and smash this dude three rounds. That's yeah. like, that's the mindset I have now versus the first time where I'm like, oh, crap, I, I remember the, the technique. But shoot, do I really, can I really do this? Can I really pull it off? Now I'm just like. Dude, all I just got to do is outbox this dude all three rounds, kick his ass, and I'll win. You know? That's right. So that's, that's, right. A, that's my mindset now. I'm going into this one. I'm a week out, and I'm going to this one. Is like, just make my way to uh, do the interviews, and, you know, next day, make my walk to the ring, hop in there, kick ass all three rounds. That's all I got to do. Yeah. That's, that's my mindset now. So, yeah, I'm way more comfortable than I was the first fight. Are you still nervous a little bit, though? Do you have some butterflies? De definitely, definitely. You know, you're getting into a fight, for real. Yeah. Like, we're going to beat the crap out of each other. It's not like a... Everybody always thinks it's, like, real easy, you know? Like, it's a sparring match. And, I mean, yeah, it is, but it's, like, it's for real, though. Like, you know, like, every punch, every kick, knee, elbow. I'm throwing with the... At least for myself, I'm throwing with attention to hurt you. Like, yeah. I'm really trying to knock you out. Like, it's not a joke. I'm in there handling business, and then, you know, outside of the ring... Me and that dude could be friends and, you know, um, grab a bite to eat, whatever. Yeah. But um, in that ring, yeah, no, nah, dude, we're no friends. There are no shaking hands. You know, we touch gloves when we touch gloves. And then, you know, I'm out to get you. Yeah. I Straight love up. I love yeah, that. absolutely. And it's funny because what David's talking about, too, you can't teach that. You know what I mean? David naturally has that instinctively. And that's something I've always loved about him that um, – you know, you're always going to be nervous, right? Uh, regardless of at the most professional level, regardless if you don't see it, they're all in the back dressing room with nerves. We're human, you know, and, but that's what keeps us sharp. As long as we use it to our advantage. Um, 
But that, yeah, that mindset, that type of, you can't teach that. You know, David has the most heart, like, period. You know what I mean? And he shows it when he fights. Um, David, talking about that heart, um, I want to go back to uh, the fight in Long Beach, right? Yeah. In Long Beach. Um, we didn't get the, the desired outcome that we wanted, right? Yeah, right. Um, looking back at that fight, um, you know, we, we all felt that you won it. Right. We had the promoter coming up to us. Yeah, right. All the yeah. audience members came up to us. They were like, man, David, you should have won. Like, I don't understand. That was actually the coolest part. Right. <laughs> Complete strangers walking up to me telling me I won that fight. So. Absolutely. Now, going back to that fight, what did you learn from that experience? I learned from that experience, I learned to not waste my time like how I did. I That one really let me know that like. Once I'm in there, I have to really get after it, you know, like really, do not step on the brake, like all gas, just go and get them. Because um, last fight, I went in there with the mindset, like, I'm going to outbox this dude, but I'm going to knock him out. And that's where I made my mistake, because I was thinking to myself, I'm going to knock him out, I'm going to knock him out. And I was trying to time him, and we're considered amateur fighters still, so it's two minute rounds. So that's where I made my mistake, because time flies when you're in there, man, and I'm trying to like tag him i'm trying to like really really get it down to where he make a mistake and then i'm gonna catch him and that didn't happen for me and i think that's what honestly that was my downfall right there and i lost the fight because of that and this this time around i'm going there and there with i'm gonna just whoop his ass all three rounds like no matter what it is i'm just gonna go in there kick ass all gas no breaks and that's just what's gonna happen you know and i'm i'm really confident that this this time around we'll get the dub because i'm not gonna stop that's right. I you know, because I was the, the last one in Long Beach, I was going there for the knockout, didn't get it, and I lost the fight. And this time, I'm just going to go in there and outbox this dude. Yeah, I, definitely, I know people are going to see a different David for sure. Um, David and I, we've been working on a lot of stuff, and you guys will see a lot of great. I'm excited for people to come watch you I'm fight excited this time, too. David. I I'm really am. Too. And um, one thing, too, um, I wanted to tap into is we just had a discussion about it. You know, you recently had to pull out of a fight, right? Yeah. And you know, you got people talking smack, right? We got talking, people talking smack. Um, how did that make you feel when you, when you discovered like, or you heard through the grapevine people were talking smack? How did that make you feel? Uh, a little irritated and not only, but just like more not really giving a crap anyway. Like, because the people that are like saying all this crap, you know, like, you ain't in the gym putting in as much hours as me. You say you want it, but when you show up to class, you're bullshitting. Yeah. You're half-assing it, you know? Yeah. And there's other people that are show up to the gym, and they're killing it. And those people are damn near up next to fight, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, the people that are talking shit, I really don't care. I love like, that. It, at first it was bugging me, but I'm just like, bro, you don't know what it's like to make to train for a fight. You don't know mm -hmm. what it's like to make that walk to the ring. You mm -hmm. don't know what it's like to go weigh in. Yeah. None of that. You don't. You don't know what it's like to cut weight. So, it's like... I'm not really tripping. They could talk all the crap they want, but this time around, they're going to see me kick ass and they're going to they're gonna eat those words, you know? That's right. Now, David, let's, let's put the truth on the table. Why did you have to pull out of that fight? Let's, let's let the audience know yeah, yeah, yeah. that didn't know. Let's, let's share with them what actually went down and why you had to pull out from the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, that, this fight, the, the fight in, um, that I was supposed to fight last week, one in Commerce, um, I didn't make the weight like I was supposed to weigh at 130, but I would came in at 132, and usually that's not a that's not a really a big deal because there's like a, what is it like a spread. Spread. a spread? There's a spread, 
we agreed to fight at 130, so the lowest they said was like 127, the highest is like 135. So it shouldn't have been a problem, but the lady was uh, complaining about my weight, and then she's like, oh no, you gotta lose those two pounds. So I had to go and freaking put on the, the tie oil, because I had to lose it in like 30 minutes or else I wasn't gonna be able to fight. So I was like, crap, I gotta do all this now. So I put the tie oil on myself, put the sauna suit on, the sweater on, did put the, uh, the tie oil on my legs, put the sauna suit pants on and everything. And I started jump roping for those 30 minutes and to an hour. And I was freaking like drenched in sweat, made weight. I lost the two pounds when I went back on scale. I lost it, weighed 130. And then the, the next day I felt good. And then the very next day after that, I was like, damn, I feel like crap. I woke up from the weigh-ins and I was just like, dehydrated, like body feeling exhausted. My calves freaking were killing me. I was feeling like crap. And I told myself, me and him had this discussion because I fought, I fought once when I didn't feel like it and I felt like crap and I hopped in the ring anyways and I got outboxed all three rounds. And we, me and uh, Crew Neil had this discussion where if I feel sick like that, we're not going to fight no more because we're not going to get outboxed by people we could beat, you know? Yeah. So... That happened, dude. After the weigh-ins, um, I freaking just woke up feeling like shit, dude. My body was hurting. My calves were hurting. I couldn't, every step I took hurt to like my calves. So I was like, damn, how am I going to take a step out and kick this dude in the body or in the legs when I can't even, it, like, you know what I'm saying? It hurts to walk. So I had to pull out on that one. And it just is what it is, you know? Got it. Got it. And then um, going back to, I know, because to um, you talking about this fight that you got coming up this Saturday, and you sound, I mean, you've always sounded confident in the first interview and every time I talk to you and every opponent that you've had since then. Um, I haven't heard about you, the belt that you've talked about the first time that you wanted to get. Do you still want to go for that belt and all that? Of and that course, dude, and all that? that's still the goal. That's, so. not, that's always been the goal. It's like, you know, I, that's, that's really what it is. I really want to bring that belt back to the gym and show everybody, like, if I could do it, you could do it. Like, when I first walked into MTK, I was damn near almost 200 pounds. You know, and now I'm shredded and I freaking kick ass. And if I could do it, you could do it. And that's why I really want that belt so I could show everybody at our gym like, damn, like this dude, especially the people that seen me four years ago. If he could do it, shit, I could do it, too. You know, because it's the truth. You can. All you got to do is just visualize it. Go about your business to achieve it. You can have it, you know. So I'm already damn near next up for that. So I, love that. I feel like if I kick this dude's ass, which I pretty confident I am. Yeah, like the next fight should be a title fight for sure. I love that. I yeah, love that. David, can you share some of your your um, things that you say to yourself to help you get into that right mindset to come in every day, uh, to put in that work, even on the days when you don't feel like it, when you're sore? You know, yeah. um, what do you tell yourself that you could share with others that maybe it could help someone else, like to inspire them and to use what you do for yourself, maybe it could help them as well. Yeah, man. There's a lot of days where I show up exhausted and I do not want to be there. Yeah, the hardest part is leaving the house. But I always tell myself, dude, like straight up, just quit being a bitch. Like yeah. that's all I say is like, dude, quit being a bitch. We did, we told we started this journey four years ago. We said we're gonna be the champ. We're gonna we're gonna go and do this. You gotta go and do this. Like, and those are the days that are most important. Is when you do not feel like going to the gym. That's when you need to get your ass off that couch, out the bed. Go into the car and drive yourself to the gym because those are the days where you grow. And I've noticed that. It's in, there's a lot of days where I don't want to go to the gym and I'm like, damn, I have to go though. Like I, I'm the champ. I got to go. 
And then not only that, but like I coach now, so people got they got to see me in there too, training. You know, so that's what I tell myself: just just quit being a bitch, man. Let's go. Let's handle this goal. Let's go attack. Uh, you know, attack this goal for the day. Let's get it done. And then honestly, once I'm there, I'm loving it. Once I once I bow in, it's like boom, that switch. I'm in there. It's time to go. Let's kick ass for this whole hour or whatever. How many classes I stay for, you know? And that's what I do. Yeah, just, you know, just quit being a bitch. <laughs> I love that. How is it oh, with uh, now that you're a coach and I, I, I you know, because I'm always looking at the uh, MTKG's Instagram. And you have all these people just like, I'm taking Coach David's class. And they're like taking pictures with you. And they're, you know, they're, they're praising you and all that. How does that make you feel as a coach now that you're, you're pouring on that talent onto other people and changing their lives? Yeah, that's, um, it's an awesome feeling, to be honest with you. Like, um. Four years ago, I would have never thought I'd be in this position at all. All I wanted to do was just fight. That was it. And now that I'm able to coach and, like, people come up to me and tell me after class, like, bro, this is a great workout. I freaking love this combo. Your classes are hard, but it pushes me to keep going. I love that fourth round. You know, hearing that stuff, like, makes me feel really good. I, I, you know, it's an awesome feeling. And then you see these people, like, go from day one not really knowing crap to, like, showing up every single day, every single day, and then bam, all of a sudden it starts to click in their brains. And now they don't even really need you to give them pointers. They like, they see you do the combo, boom, they bust it out and they look good doing it too, you know? And then you see their cardio go through the roof and now like the fourth round really isn't nothing to them. That's a great feeling. When you see someone transform like that, it's amazing. It's like, oh shit, like I helped that person do that. And like, I never thought I'd be in this position at all. So it's a, it's a, it's really humbling, to be honest with you. I love it. And I find that amazing but from both of you and all the coaches just for the simple fact that I know I've heard it from Neil over the years that, like, teaching people within itself takes energy, takes a lot of energy, you know what yeah. I mean? And aside from the buck that you take you know, before class, you go, yeah. and associates. <laughs> right, um, right, right, right. I'm famous for those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're the top seller. Bro. <laughs> you're the best customer. I, in there, I bet, I bet. <laughs> you know, but, like, but... I've noticed just like Neil, when you're like, even if you're tired or whatever, when that class starts, you give people your all, man. Is it because of what you see, how you're changing their lives? It gets you going and yes. say, I got to give them my all. Yeah. Because they, they, a lot of people don't, they, I don't know. I'm assuming they probably don't think your guys' job is easy, but I think people underestimate how much energy that actually sucks out of you guys. Cause I see it in the back from this guy for many years. But tell me in your story, like after you're done with that class, and sometimes you might have a couple of classes back to back. What is it? What is it in that switch that you see in those members that you're just like, fuck this. I'm going to give them my all in that hour that they're with me, even though I'm tired, even though it's because they're giving me their all. And I see it and I'm just like, damn, like, OK, they're giving me their all. I got it. Even though I'm exhausted, you know, because sometimes I like I got to do a private session and then teach three classes in a row. My private sessions are not, they're not basic. You know, you got to go hard. I'm training for a fight. So I'm exhausted. Then I got three classes to train and uh, teach in a row, you know. But the reason why I keep going and I give them my all is because these members are giving me their all. So I can't just half-ass my class. I got to give it to them. Even though I'm exhausted, I got to put a poker face on, put my mask on. Let's go. It's time. It's time to shine. Let's go. I got to help them out. Let's go. That's what I do, man. But shout out to Celsius and Bucked Up. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> if you guys want to send pallets, by all means. Hey, Drop sponsor me. There you go. There you go. You sponsor one of our fighters. Absolutely. Up. Shout out. There you go. Let's get it. 
But yeah, that's, man, that's what I do. They're giving me their all, so I got to give them. Around. I love it. I love it. And we see it every day, man. And we see it in our members, how much they love taking your classes and everything. I know I've done a couple privates with you, and it's it's not easy, man. Like, it's it's a lot of energy that I feel you give, but I feel like, man, if, if this guy's giving that teaching, training, fighting, and everything else, and he's still is able to do this it's like it's yeah. inspiring you know what i mean because there's a lot of people that go through challenges i'm sure you've heard their stories or people telling you like hey how much you've changed yeah, you know yeah, their yeah. lives and just based off the training that you've given them and the push and inspiration and all that which is huge and it goes a long way hell yeah. you know david just before we close out to um what you want to share what are you doing different for this upcoming fight you want to share a little something that you're you're what doing do you, different what do you mean like for uh, as far as like, like to prepare yeah to prepare like the workouts are like just like oh, mentally. Just just anything. Like what are you doing different to prepare for this fight? Um, a lot of like positive affirmations I be telling myself, like I am the best. I am I know that sounds kinda like <laughs> like funny and stuff, but like I really do believe in all that stuff. So I be telling myself things like that, like I am the champ and I look in the mirror and I hold my hands up and stuff like that. You might find it weird, but a lot of people do it, man. A lot of multi-millionaires and billionaires do it too. So if they're doing it, why not me? You know, so that's what I do. And then like, um, just physically, you know, just continue to take my classes, mm -hmm. go to the gym now, um, 24 hour fitness. I need is, I need to go more, but you know, I try to do my rounds, but yeah, man, just practice at uh, class, really just take my classes, teach my classes. That helps me get better and just, yeah. Positive affirmations. That's it. That's what it. I've been doing. I love it. It shit works. It. Let me tell you, people, man. Yeah, yeah, people don't underestimate the power of that. They really yeah. do. And you know, with me, I'm always talking about visualize, right? Visualize. That too. That's what I've been visualize. doing differently too. Is uh, visualizing myself winning, like the belt around my waist. Like how I'm going to react when I win the the championship fight, and that belt's mine. Like Absolutely. you know, like that, those are things that I try to visualize. And, um, yeah, man, I'm making it happen. That's right. I love it. Yeah. And, and they don't understand. It's like you don't just say it once. You're literally living those affirmations throughout the day. Yes. You're, you probably say it to yourselves hundreds of hundreds times of every single times, day. Every day, every yeah. time I remember. I even make, like, sticky notes. I haven't done that, but the last couple of fights I was making sticky notes and mm -hmm. writing myself, like, the dates of the fight, like, I am champion. I am winner. Like, you know, June 17th. I should be doing it right now, but I'm more – I, I should be writing it down, but now around this time around, I've just been telling myself, like, mm -hmm. I am champion. June 17th, I am winning. You know, well, like one I thing I like, like that, that you said is that you actually stare at yourself in the mirror and do it. And that's the same. It's the same note. Whether you're writing on a note or you're looking literally at yourself, putting your hands up, it's the same difference. You yeah. know what I mean? It's one thing same. that I will say, like, when I started doing business and everything, I would do, um, like, affirmations and I would do, you know, like, uh, goal settings or vision boards. I still do some of those, but... The reason you do that in the beginning is because you, like you're you're trying to convince your brain to understand that hey you are a champion. In the beginning, it's a little harder when you haven't mm -hmm. won any milestones. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you win your first one, your second one, and it, or like for example, for me, uh, I have a. Uh, it was when I, I had this one, this 2009, a signature, and I said, when I make 100 grand, my life's going to change, right? And my mentor told me, like, think of the biggest thing that you could think of. And I did that, and I have that in my in my wall, and Kim and Cesar, everybody's seen it. And it's like, at one point, I thought, like, that was just, like, the most insane, insane yeah. thing that I could ever do because I've never made that kind of money, let alone, not even, like, a quarter of that, you know what I mean? And in the beginning, because it's so far-fetched for you, 
You know what I mean? You don't think it's possible that but once you hit those milestones that when you tell yourself, like you're saying now after you're you're on you're going on to your sixth fight or your seventh fight, it's now it's like I am a champion. And your brain's all like, fuck yeah, you are. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, definitely. But a lot of the reasons why people do it in the beginning is because you have to start training your mind to believe it. Because once your mind accepts it and says it, it believes everything else that you tell it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, and sir. it's the same thing with negativity, by the way. Like you tell yourself, oh, fuck, I'm a loser or this or that. Like your brain's going to believe whatever you tell it. But if your brain's like, I'm a, even if you fucking lose, I'm still a fucking champion. Yeah, I was right. just watching... Not to go off course, I was just watching the uh, the McGregor documentary last night, and it's crazy his mindset of how he lost with Khabib and why he lost, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, and why he won with the, the Cowboy, and like that mindset of change, it's all documented, and it's, it's talking about exactly what this is. It's yeah. all fucking mindset, yeah. and he lost the track of it. And he got humbled because of it, and then he got back on it, and then started winning, and you know, vice versa, all the shit yeah. that's gone for him, you know, but yeah. nevertheless... You but, got that mindset. I love it, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's, that's the, honestly the secret formula that's going to help you achieve any goal that you want in life, David. You know, and yes, sir. I love that you share that with these people that are listening today, you know? Yeah, man. Um, just remember, guys, I hope you guys have come support David. You have no idea what he's putting himself through to prepare for this fight. But like I said earlier, guys, I'm excited for you guys to come see what he's going to be doing June 17th, yes, Commerce sir. Casino. Guys, we have tickets for sale, okay, at our Glendale location and our North Hollywood location. Don't forget to support your coach, okay, your teammate. All right, guys, uh, definitely come support. Um, David, we would love to have you back again after your fight. Would you be okay with that? Of course. Let's go. Love that. Let's do love it, baby. That. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Well, welcome to or welcome. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us, David. We you're appreciate welcome, it. And we'll welcome. see you again we soon you after guys. your fight. Okay. Yes, sir. But guys, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Muay Thai Save Me, guys. Um, if you like this episode or if you like any of our content that we're putting out, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you guys next week.